Hello everyone and welcome to the first proper episode of the Convo Podcast. So in this one, I just wanted to talk about sort of um, mental health and especially um, within the context of sort of reality shows and a focus more on sort of Love Island. Now, obviously, if you've been following the news, if you've been on social media, you know about the sad person of Caroline Flack, who honestly for me was the person, her and Ian Sterling kind of made Love Island what it was. And as a presenter as a whole, she was incredibly talented and it's just really sad what happened to her. But obviously with mental health issues, you know, stuff like depression, stuff like anxiety, you know, if you are suffering from that, do reach out to someone, do try um, and just speak to someone, like don't take um, matters into your own hands in a way that she kind of did. And I know that's easier said than done, but you know, it's one of those things where like I have suffered from depression in the past as well. And I do admit like it was a really sort of terrible place to be in. Um, You sort of, yeah, it's just a terrible place to be in. And I I don't want to go into much details because I don't want this to be a sort of really depressing episode, but especially for my first one, but um, yeah, do seek help if you can, if you feel comfortable with it. Um, There are people out there to help you. So just to get into sort of the meat of this, like this episode, what I'm going to be talking about, um, a lot of people following the past of the Paranormal Flack um, came up to say that the show should be cancelled in a similar fashion to the way the Jeremy Kyle show was. Now, if you don't know, um, there have been, I think it's three people um, that appeared on the show, um, including Karen Flack, and there were two other contestants, um, Mike, I don't know how to say your surname, and Sophie. So they, these are three people that have been on Love Island, either as contestants or as a presenter, and have subsequently sort of committed suicide. And a lot of people are drawing comparisons with the Jeremy Kyle show, which was um, counselled after one of the guests um, appeared on the show and he committed suicide because I believe it was because of a failed lie detector test or something like that. So, so yeah, so a lot of people are coming out saying that, well, you know, Jeremy Kyle got counselled after one death. Love Island is still going strong. Well, maybe not strong in terms of viewers numbers, but it's still going strong um, compared, after three deaths, right? So should it be counselled? So that's basically what I'm going to be talking about. Like, should Love Island be cancelled following the death of Caroline Flack? So, very like quick summary of it. In my opinion, I don't think it should be. Um, I think the show does need a revamp. The show does need to be changed. There are things that need to be looked at. Um, but I think, as a whole, cancelling the show because of what happened, um, and I personally, I don't see the correlation being strong enough for that to happen. However, there are factors that come from the show, which I'm going to address, which are the parts that I think need to be revamped in terms of the production of the show and sort of the aftercare as well of the contestants. So when you look at sort of the comparisons made between um, the three deaths from Love Island and the one death from Jeremy Cowell, the reason why I don't really think sort of they're connected in the same way is because the Jeremy Cowell contest um sorry the guest he committed suicide because of something that happened directly on the show so i believe it's either a lie detector test or a failed dna test or something like that and that kind of drove him 
you know down that rabbit hole that is you know mental health issues and i believe he he committed suicide um because of you know that that test that failed and you know when you look at that like and then you compare that with love island you realize that in my opinion anyway i didn't think it was the same like looking at karen and flack specifically um, it was more a situation where I believe she was suffering from anxiety as well, as well as depression. And I read somewhere that there was something about she didn't want so the body cam um, footage. <coughs> sorry, um, she didn't want the body cam footage to come out, um, showing her in a certain light. And she kind of just wanted to preserve, you know, that you know that image that she's built up as this lovable character that's calm, that's gentle, that's reassuring, um, which is understandable as anyone would. You wouldn't want you know, you're sort of when you're at your lowest, you wouldn't want that being put out. Um, and obviously through all of that, that kind of just pushed her over the edge. And obviously, sadly, she passed away. And then if you look at the other two contestants, um, I think, and this is where I think the show does need to be revamped in terms of the aftercare that's provided to sort of contestants that go on the show. So if you think about sort of Love Island, you essentially take someone that's, I won't say they're nobody because they do have sort of a following on like Instagram and stuff like that, right? But you take someone that, let's say their following is, I don't know, like 20,000, maybe they've got 20,000 followers, right? Now for a place like Instagram, there are hundreds of people that have that same amount, like, you know, sometimes you will just be going through Instagram and you'll see a sports page that's got like 500,000 followers, but you've never heard of it before. Or you'll see a person that's got like 600,000 followers and you've never heard of them before, right? So for a place like Instagram, even if you're not, as long as you're kind of below the 1 million mark, you know, you're, you're a relative nobody, should we say? And again, with stuff like Instagram, you're only going to be followed by people who like you, right? On Twitter, it's the same thing. Like, it's people that kind of like your content. On Instagram, it's people that find you attractive. It's people that sort of like what you put out. It's people that are following you for maybe gym motivation, for sports, for humor, whatever it is. The people that are going to be following you are going to be people that like you, right? So you take someone from that, from a situation where once they post a picture, everyone's kind of like, oh, you look good, you're this, you're that, like a lot of positivity. You take that and then you put them in a situation where they basically have no control, right? They have no control. And at the same time, they're in isolation. So, you know, when you're in Love Island, I, I, I think you're not, yeah, you don't have access to the outside world. And if you think about it, right, like that's kind of, this kind of imprisonment of its own, right? Because you take someone from social integration and you just take them out of that and you put them in social isolation and now, you know, they can't contact their parents, they can't contact their friends, their family. The only people that they can speak to are the other people within sort of the, the island, within the show, the producers, people like that, right? So that sort of, should we say, that support system isn't as strong as it could be right and let's be real here no one could be your biggest supporter like your parents like your family like your friends right so sorry um when you think about it that way 
right? And you're there for like 10 weeks or so. And then from Love Island, you're then pushed right back into social integration. But now, basically everyone in the country knows who you are or they've heard of you, right? You've gone from being someone else, another person on Instagram, to being an actual like sort of celebrity, someone that has a follower, someone that people kind of talk about, someone that, you know, like you're known in society now, right? You're no longer just a name, like there's a face to it, there's a brand to it and all of that stuff, right? So when you look at that and you think about sort of how big the gap goes from, you know, being a nobody to being this person that now everyone is talking about, Right, I think that's where Love Island needs to sort of support its contestants a lot more. And as well as like, and this is advice for anyone that's listening to this, right? If you do want to go on Love Island, right? Be mentally prepared for it. Like be, you need to sort of realize that, look, the whole premise of the show is about your physical attraction, right? So that's what people are going to be talking about. People are going to be talking about your physical attraction at first, then as they get to see you more, they'll be talking about your personality, right? So anything that is going to be said, whether positive or negative, is going to be about you, the person. And if you think about shows like, I don't know, like The Great British Bake Off, right? I'm not going to be talking about, oh, look at the apron that she's wearing now. You don't care about that because that's not the premise of the show. But what you are going to be talking about is the cake that they baked or, you know, the food that they cooked or whatever. Right, because the premise, the focus of the show is on their cooking skills. Whereas for Love Island, the focus of the show is on you, the individual, you, the personality. So when you think about it that way, anything that's going to be said about you, any, you know, whether it's constructive feedback, whether it's positive feedback, whatever it is, is going to be about you, the individual. And I think that's where, you know, you kind of just need to be mentally prepared as an individual first right like you need to know within yourself that you know what there are going to be people out there that are going to troll there are going to be people out there that are going to chat nonsense right it doesn't mean what they're doing is right but you can't control these people and they will always be these people right they're like no matter what social media or whatever laws they bring in there's always going to be people that want to take the piss right and especially with how you know, social media, you could kind of be just a different person and no one can, unless they know how, no one can really trace it back to you, you know, individually, like the troll, whatever. So you need to kind of, as an individual, be ready for that. Like mentally prepare yourself. See Love Island as, I don't know, like a stepping stone in your career towards the celebrity lifestyle or whatever, right? Don't see it, like see it for what it is, right? Love Island at the end of the day, is a reality TV show that's driven by the personalities. And from that personality sort of driven concept, anything that's going to be said is going to be about you, the individual. And you kind of just need to be ready for that, right? Now, in terms of the show itself, I think the producers, they do need to sort of... I don't I don't think there's like a slow integration. Like, it's not like they're in quarantine or anything like that but they need to let the people know kind of like, you know, this is a situation, like this is what's happening, this is what's um, going on, like, okay, look, you're you're really unpopular at this moment, but, you know, we're gonna try and just control the press around you, stuff like that, or just make sure that, because a lot of people, like, 
you know, like for example, I think it was two years ago now with Adam, with Adam Collard, right? He he came in and he was just a villain, right? This guy was just a villain, right? But he kind of made the show exciting in a way, like even though he was playing around and sort of affecting people, right? He kind of brought something different um, to what we normally see. And then you think about when he left the villa, like, you know, why is it, you know, people kind of, they were talking about him, but not so much. And it's kind of because he he isolated himself for a while. And I think that's kind of what people need to do when they leave the villa. Like, even if you're popular and stuff, just isolate your bit for a while. Like, kind of reintegrate yourself into society, into that level of fame that you are now. And I know it's easier said than done, but if it was me personally, right, as soon as I come back, I'm not giving interviews, I'm not doing press conferences, I'm not doing anything like that. I'm not doing appearances, right? I'm just chilling for a bit, you know, get my head back, get my stuff back in order, and just realise that, you know what, yeah, like, crap, like, I'm a B-list celebrity now, stuff like that. Now, let's build on this, right? Let's build on this, let's build on my brand and stuff like that, right? And I think that's why people like Ovi and Amber, they were really good because, you know, after this, you know, after the show, they still had this sort of friendship, right? And that was really good because now it's two people that have been through the same situation that, you know, they took it, you know, especially Ovi, like Ovi was really calm and collecting and stuff like that. So he kind of took it, as I said, kind of like you take it as it is what it is, it's a reality show, just have fun right and I think once you have that mindset as an individual it makes it so much easier when you leave and especially working with the ITV producers I think that you know there should be some sort of aftercare treatment like there should be this sort of reintegration should we say into society and that's why I think kind of the show is kind of different to the Jeremy Kyle situation because Within the Jeremy Kyle situation, it was someone committing suicide because of a failed DNA test that was directly linked to, you know, it was directly linked to the show. Whereas with this one, it's more of a situation that, you know, you go from being a relative nobody, you just go through this process, these 10 weeks, and then, wow, like, on the other side, you're this celebrity that, you know, for the next sort of three, four months, everyone cares about every little thing that you're doing. And I think it's that sort of jump, you know, that jump from being a nobody to a somebody that really affects a lot of people. And I think especially in the early stages of the show, like the first few seasons, I don't think the people that went on the show realized how sort of big, you know, they were going to be after. And obviously with fame comes its own problems, right? And, you know, I could stay here and be talking all of this, but reality is, until I get to that level, I don't actually know sort of the problems that come with fame. And I think that goes for most of us. So for as much as we can say, you know, all of these things, it's easier said than done. But for anyone that is going to go on Love Island, if you are listening to this, make sure, you know, you, you, you don't forget me, right? <laughs> I'm giving you this advice on how to sort of man, manage your mental health and stuff, right? So just make sure that if you are going on the show or if there's anyone that you know that's going on the show, right? Like, be number one, be mentally prepared for the show. Like, you're literally going to go from having like 10, 20,000, no matter how much Instagram followers you have, to near enough millions, right? So 
be ready for that. Be ready for the sort of new social standing you're going to have. Be ready for your popularity level to increase, whether you're a good guy or a bad guy, it doesn't matter. People are going to know who you are, right? And as well, for the show, there are any ITV producers um, listening to this, um, like, you know, drop some aftercare. Like, let there be some aftercare for your contestants. Like, you know, even if it's something like before they go back, you just take them somewhere to just chill, like no cameras on them or whatever. You just take them to chill. You do like reunions, but keep it private. Um, if you do stuff like that, like just let people that have kind of been through the situation together, you know, let them build on that relationship. And, you know, they, they've been through it together. They know what it's like and stuff like that. So and there's no one else that knows what that situation is like than someone that's been there with you. So develop that sort of relationship with them and just keep in contact all the time. Like, do you need any help with how you manage it and stuff like that? And yeah, so that's what I think could happen. I, like I said at the beginning, I don't think Love Island should be cancelled because I think it's more of a situation that it needs a revamp in terms of how it deals with contestants afterwards. Um, I think it it's really difficult to say that, well, there is a link, especially, you know, looking at the Caroline Flack situation, you know, she, it was mostly the case that she had ongoing that kind of threw her into you know, what ended up being sort of resulted in her death, unfortunately. And I think, you know, that the joy of presenting Love Island um, was something that affected her. But again, that came more from the case. And I think sort of, you know, this is kind of the last thing I'll say about that as well, because um, a lot of people are saying that why did the CPS have to, you know, take the case forward? But just very briefly, you know, with domestic abuse um, situations, the CPS decides to take forward those cases because a lot of the victims um, don't want to report sort of their abuser out of loyalty, out of love and stuff like that. So I think the concept is vit victimless um, evidence. And basically it's just, if there's obviously from domestic abuse, right, if there's physical injury to the person, right, that is kind of evidence that can be used um, in court without necessarily the, the victim themselves wanting to bring that case to court. So I think in that situation, the CPS, I don't think they were um, wrong in terms of taking the case to court. Um, but, I'm, and I think as well, with what would have, the outcome, I mean, we can never say the outcome, but um, I don't think it would have been something that, I, I think, I don't know actually I can't say because with courts like what one court might say might be completely different to what the other court might say but um yeah so I think the the two events are kind of unrelated if that makes sense so I don't think Love Island should be cancelled um but yeah let's let's just like take care of each other you know manage your mental health like you know if you're going on a reality tv show like just know that you know people are going to be talking about you as an individual because reality TV shows are based off the individual. So that's more from your perspective and from the production perspective as well. There should be some sort of care, some sort of reintegration into society. Um, you know, like, look, you are a celebrity now, right? And this is kind of how you need to manage it. And maybe even if you have other people that have been on the show, 
like the Theos, like the Kaz, like the Joshes, um, like the, just all these different people, right, that, you know, are appearing, you know, appearing to be able to manage the new fame um, very well, you know, just speak to them, like have them as kind of your mentors, um, maybe, I, I don't know, <laughs> I'm suggesting a mentoring system now, but um, yeah, like just speak to them, have people that have done it, you know, let them be able to kind of guide you that look, you know, here's how you deal with it, you know, with negativity, you kind of need to ignore it and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so that concludes this episode. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, please, you know, like, share. And um, if you do want to sort of share your opinions as well, you know, do give me a shout. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Podcast Convo. There's going to be the the social media handle in the description of this video. Um, sorry, not video. What am I talking about? <laughs> For this podcast. Um, so YouTube channel, see to come. Anyway, um, thank you guys, and I hope you enjoyed it.